The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to Officially Unofficial, presented by Blue Wire Podcast. We're joined by maybe one of the best closers in baseball. I'm not going to say maybe. He is the best closer in baseball. He's a longtime friend of the show, a recurring guest now. It is my guy, flamethrower David Bednar. How are we doing, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me back. I had to get you back. And listen, all right, after I had you on the podcast last time, I I knew who you were, obviously. But I didn't like religiously watch you. So credit to me now. I have an uh, a notification every time you pitch. I'm like, all right, time to turn the Pirates game on. Because listen, I- I'm a Jays guy. I'm not a Pirates guy. Like I'm not going to go out of my way to watch Pirates games. But when you're pitching, I'm like, all right, it's time to flick it in. That means we got some serious shit going on. And I got a notification <laughs> the other day. And you guys were up. The game was tied. And then you guys went up one nothing. And I'm looking at the box score. And I see a no hit beside the Pirates name. And you guys are up one nothing. And it just goes to elude the dumb sport that we watch and that you play, that you could get no hit and win a baseball game. When you came in to close that, at what point did you realize, like, wait, are we getting no hit right now? When did that kind of click in for you? Um, honestly, that part didn't really hit me until probably, like, after the game. I got asked about it a few times. Like, like do you like do you realize how rare that was or how crazy that was? And honestly, at the time, I, I didn't at all. I was just – I was warming up to just go in the ninth and then we, you know, scratch, scratch that run across. And, uh, <laughs> and then I, I came in just obviously just thinking nothing of it, just thinking, just trying to get three outs and, you know, get the win. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely remarkable. I think it's something that, you know, I'll look back a couple of years from now and be like, Holy shit. Or Holy Kyle, it's that happened. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely cool to be a part of it. It is crazy. Like, it is crazy because you are going to be a trivia question someday on, like, Jeff. It's going to be like, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Pirates threw a no-hitter or got no-hit in 2022. Who closed the game? And you are going to be like, you're going to be on Jeopardy someday. I am calling it. That is going to be some sort of Jeopardy question. But one thing that I want to discuss is, because I obviously do my research on you and stuff like that, just to kind of scroll the Twitter sphere and see what, like, the vibes are with David Bednar. And I'll be honest, man, your tires are just getting pumped on Twitter, like, undoubtedly. <laughs> Like people love you. And I, one thing that I want to bring up is, is are you a part of a commercial car shield? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did a car shield commercial. 
This is, and for the, I'm going to tweet this. This is one of the greatest <laughs> pictures I've ever seen because, first of all, and you, this is the truth circle here. So we're going to, I want to clip this for Twitter. That shirt's a little bit too tight. We can all agree on that, right? Did you go one size too small? Because you look unbelievably <laughs> yoked in that picture. Where, where do you stand on that? Like, where you're like, all right, I'm, I'm in a car shield commercial. I might as well just let it eat a little bit here if it's going to be on TV. Might as well. Gotta let it rip a little bit for sure. <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. That's usually my motto. So, what I, I want, I, I can't find the commercial, but do you remember the exact, like, the line you had? Like, what, what did you say in that commercial? I don't even know, honestly. Just a bunch of, <laughs> that was my first time kind of doing something like that and uh, took, took quite a few takes. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> all, my, all my buddies are giving me, giving me some crap about it, but it's pretty funny. But you know what's funny is, is like, you're about, if, if they need a marketing guy like me, whenever you're about to come in the game for a save, they should have that commercial run before and then just kind of pan <laughs> out to when you're about to save because that is like, uh, elite marketing and by the way i saw that renegade uh video montage that you have i was it's ready to ass, put a hole. i was ready to put a hole in my drywall i was like listen i'm not a pirates guy but i mean i would trade bow maybe bow and maybe throw in lordis guriel for david bednar for the jays i mean i was just dialed in it was just electric to see did you have any part in some of the clips in that or was it just like surprise me? Like where, where where do you lie with that? Um, no, they kind of told me they were gonna make a video, and uh, I was like, all right, cool. Like I, I'm gonna just let you guys do your thing. Um, our our video got people Sterling and Madison. They absolutely crushed it. Um, they, they basically just took me back for like 15, 20 minutes, just do a little to get all the the first couple um, shots, and then they just kind of made the rest and put it together. And it looks it looks unbelievable. They did, they did a fantastic job. Do your like when your parent? Because listen, we're a big obviously off the field stuff. When your parents see that video montage, and listen, I know how mothers are on Twitter, Instagram, or how families are on that kind of stuff. Were your parents like, "Can you get someone to send me that video so I just have it on my on my phone at all times?" Like, were your parents like, "I want that video now"? How what were the reactions to that? Because that's an electric. I mean, it's electric. Yeah, honestly, I I totally forgot to tell them that they were gonna do a video. So they're at that game, and they're just like. Oh, they're, they're, they're just kind of mind blown. I don't think my mom could get her camera out fast enough to try and get some of it on the video. But yeah, I, I think they, they were they were just as surprised and just as pumped up. So I, they they loved it. And what are your? Because obviously, I said I'm David. Like I'm David Bednar's burner account. And like I said, I haven't had to be fighting the good fight on Twitter and stuff like that as of late. So what? And you could be honest here, like, what are your parents like on Twitter? Are they constantly searching your name to kind of see what the vibes are like? I know how parents are. We have, like, tons of parents on this uh, that, that found this podcast just by searching their son's name. Are your parents one of those accounts that are, like, searching David Bednar to see how the vibes are on Twitter? Um, I don't – if they are, maybe their closet. Uh, you know, they're, they're not going to come out and Maybe a me. burner? Yeah, maybe. maybe. A burner. Um, I know I know a bunch of my buddies, and, you know, they're they're all on it. Um, so if there is some shit talk, um, you know, <laughs> they'll let me know and like a joking, <laughs> they'll, they'll let me know, but I'll, uh, honestly, they'll probably talk more shit to me than, uh, you know, anybody on Twitter can. <laughs> and, and honestly, you could be, like I said, it's a true circle here. Do your buddies know this podcast exists? Like, do they know that I'm the burner and like, we're like the official David Bednar podcast? Like, because obviously I'm not taking a shot at you. I need you to start showing love to this podcast on Twitter. When we start, when we get you on the episodes, I'm going to need a retweet here so people know who the David Bednar account is and whose ass is going to get lit to the fire when they chirp you. 
Just this, this, this is like a this is like a front. This is like a partnership here. A so do your friends know this podcast? Yeah. Do your podcast know this podcast exists? Like, uh, do your friends know? Like, all right, this is the official David Pennar podcast. Put your maybe not to that extent. Maybe, maybe, maybe they need to be in the loop of it. I guess. Um, you know, I, I need to put some more stuff out on Twitter. I'm not a I'm not a huge uh, social media guy. I'm starting to you know get my feet wet a little bit, but um, <laughs> well, I, I, I can did, respect that. Yeah, you know, just just a little bit here and there. I can respect that. So this is what we're going to do. When this episode drops tomorrow, I'm going to need a quote, for, quote tweet from you. This is uh, It's going to say the official David Bednar podcast or anything along those lines, uh, inquiries below. Like So anything that you have to say to me, say below under this podcast, and I will deal with it. Because I okay, love yeah. being – it's not – And but I will say this, though. The reception, like I said earlier, you have on Twitter is banana. Like you search David Bednar, it's just a stroke-off session. It's just like – David, but I saw one guy tweeted like, "My wife is pregnant, so I'm watching a lot of Buckos games, and I just get to see David Bednar." And I'll admit, the guy's a dog. Like when you see tweets like that, obviously you don't see it, but just having what's been the reception like for you, like in Pittsburgh now, because you're the guy now, like you're the guy in the bullpen that when people see this guy coming out, it's like, all right, let's let's clench our ass cheeks and let's watch this man pitch. That's <laughs> been cool. I mean, you know, I, I have so much love for Pittsburgh, and you know, to have to get to experience some of that, you know, what, what great fans we have. It's, it's been, it's been awesome. It's, it's a great fan base. It really is. But I got to discuss something with you here. Cause you said you're a big Pittsburgh guy. What the fuck was up with the Pittsburgh Penguins? I mean, listen here. I, and I'll say this, I am taking this from a full gambling perspective. I bet them to win the series when they were up three, one, I was like, Oh, I, I guess that, I guess that's it. Next thing I know, I, I close my eyes and open them. And that, and they're they're they lost an OT in uh, Madison Square Garden. So, what where do you stand on them? Like, are they're not dead to you, but what's going on there? Like, are we're how disappointed were you being a big Pittsburgh guy? Definitely disappointed because I also had some some of my buddies are Ranger fans. So, um, I was talking some crap once we got up three one, and uh, <laughs> and even they even had some Igor chants going on at the Pirate game. Oh <laughs> so no! That, oh yeah, no! Um, so that was, that was tough, but yeah, definitely, definitely not how you want to end the, end the year, but you know, it, I had a lot of fun watching, watching this year. Dude. And there's another guy on your team. This is completely off topic that I want to talk about. This guy flies in the out, like he makes some of the most fuck catches I've ever seen. I was watching the game against the Padres. I think it was, I'm going to say Padres and you guys came back. It, it was just a crazy game, and he made this diving catch. I think he made two in the series. Ben Gamble, is that who it is? Oh, yeah. Ben I mean, Gamble. Yeah. He's a freak. You can pretty the much guy's name, a freak. You can pretty much name any game, and he's making a great play. And he's, <laughs> he, he's a gamer, man. He, he's, just, he's, he's a gritty guy, and he's just going to play hard every single day. What's it like? What's he like in the locker room, though? Is he a big locker room guy? Like, who's, who's the locker room guy there that keeps, like, the gel together, that keeps the boys together? Uh, I think Vogelbach's the big, the big locker room guy. Just great vibes. Yes. Just great vibes all the time. Just keep keeping the boys going, keep the boys buzzing. So, it, it, Do you notice, like, the, a reception from the boys, like, just a little bit different when Vogelbach launches? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the cheers a little bit louder from the guys in the team when Vogelbach just obliterates a baseball. Because his home runs, in my opinion, are some of the prettiest things I've ever seen in my life. It just – the left-handed swing, like he's so perfectly thick. It's just everything perfectly. about it. Like, do you see that a home run from da- Daniel Vogelbach, and you're like, this guy is just a specimen. I mean, I love him. I love Daniel Vogelbach. 
Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he definitely gets the boys buzzing whenever whenever he pops off. He's he's always putting together good ABs. So whenever he launches one, I'm still waiting for him to go uh, in the river. But um, you know, as long as they go over the fence, I, I think is what he said once. Uh, he doesn't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what does he do? Like, so for example, is he the ox guy? I listen. Well, this is an ox field <laughs> podcast. Like, who is the designated ox guy in the locker room? Like, who's running ox? Usually, it's just whoever start day is um you know and then like whoever if you got something to add to the queue uh queue it up and then we'll, i'm good to go and it's kind of like a just a community you know throw on whatever you want on the ipad and you know get get the boys going and um you know bring the vibes so okay and you mentioned that what is like the vibes like for example when i'm trying to think like what what pitcher you think and this is obviously we're going to play favorites here what pitcher has the best playlist on start day? I'm going to clip this. So your ass is in the jackpot right here. Which pitcher on their start day who's controlling Ox has that playlist where you're like, I'm going to stay in the locker room a little bit longer here. Like this is, this is kind of buzzing. I love this shit. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> I can't just pick one. Uh, nobody really blows out of the water, I guess, you know, everybody's playing the standard, um, you know, your Drake, your future. Um, but every now and again, you know, they'll play uh, some old old time country music, and it just gets the boys going with some karaoke style, and uh, <laughs> just just to switch it up. Uh, and then whenever whenever I'm on it, I like to, I like to go a little bit of anything, a little bit of uh, Latino music, a little bit of country, a little bit of rap, maybe some EDM stuff. Just just keep everybody guessing. You're a Latino guy. I listen. That's the stuff that gets the boys going. To be honest, I mean, I I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, yeah, it gets the people going, and you're a, you're an immaculate vibes guy, and that's something I respect about you. That's why we get along so well. But who's the alpha in the in the bullpen? Is it you? Be honest. Is it you? Like, are, who's the guy in the, in the bullpen where it's like he's he's not carrying the shit to the bullpen? He's not picking up stuff. Maybe you guys collectively all do that, but who is the alpha in that law? Like, who's the like who are you competing with for the alpha spot? <laughs> I think uh, those guys are. It's. Uh... Heater, uh, Heath Henry, and then uh, Stratton, just because, you know, you know, Heater, Heater's got our World Series ring, and then also uh, Stratton's just an, an incredible human being and uh, also just a dude on the mound. Heath Henry, his baseball reference page is like a, it's a fucking Bible. I mean, he's played for so many years, and, <laughs> and he just, so many teams, he's like that grizzled vet that you just like, you just want to feed off of just want to hear about like what pitch sequence I should throw to this guy here. He do you, is he one of those guys in the bullpen where you could see transitioning to like a bullpen coach role or uh, a management role in the future? Uh, potentially. I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely got some good stories and good, uh, you know, he's been around, been around some really great teams. So it's all, anytime he has something to say, he's definitely listen up. What's the pitch sequence you're throwing to Daniel Vogelbach, for example, like, what are you throwing to him? Because obviously you're the type of guy where it's like, I'm going to let this fastball eat. Are you yeah, just giving sure. him four straight and you're going to say, I, I want you to beat the fastball? Or what are you throwing to him? Probably let some heaters rip and see where he's at and then go from there. It's, it's a pretty, <laughs> pretty simple approach. I, don't, I, I try not to overthink it too much. 
I that that's a great mindset because obviously the guys that are the struggle, like the guys like me, are the guys that are overthinking everything. And you just clearly just let the fastball eat, and that's what you do. Are you still a psychopath in your pre uh, warm up routine? Like, are you still throwing med balls against the wall and almost like putting holes in walls? Or like, what where where are you at now? Are you a little more calm? No, nah, it's still same same exact routine. Uh, <clears throat> same routine as last year, and just you know whatever it takes to get get it going. I mean, it's working. It's it's clearly working. And like I said, I mean. One thing that one thing about you is, is like you are and I, I don't know if you really want, know who Jordan Romano is on the Blue Jays, but he when he's on the mound, like he's motherfucking every like if uh, if the bat boy comes up to him, he's motherfucking him. So like it's just motherfucking every single dude of all time. What in your opinion, what is the one game this year where in your mind you've been over the top psychopath in the mound where it's like I need to like not fake it till I make it, but I am just I need to like relax here because I'm going to blow a gasket. Have you had a game like that this year? Uh, not quite, but uh, that one Cubs game, whenever it was the bases loaded, um, one out, uh, and they uh, they were up one. That was probably the most, uh, you know, <laughs> that was probably the most I've, I've most amped up I've gotten. I try I try and keep it try and keep it as uh, as steady as possible, but that was probably the most uh, pumped up I've got. I'm happy you mentioned that because we got to go into that. Obviously, yeah, you know, me. I'm on I, off- I, I, yeah. you, so we're going to go into that because th- listen, listen, the Cubs fans are ruthless. All right. I don't even want to know what your DMs were like after the fuck them clip that I feel like, and listen, this is, I'm going to make a point for your aspect here. Your fuck them wasn't directed at the Cubs. It was just a fuck. It was just a fuck them. Like, fuck this. Yeah, like, you exactly. know what I'm saying? And listen, this we're gonna clear the air here because obviously you probably had Cubs fans coming at you. Like, um, you were just saying fuck them, just fuck it, right? Like, just a- a- explain where you were at with that standpoint because you weren't saying that at the Cubs. No, I, I was still in blackout compete mode and uh, just like fuck them, we won. <laughs> and this, that's kind of you know, it's like kind of the same mindset, you know, with no matter who's in the box, it, that's kind of like f you, I'm coming with you at you with my heater and. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and compete. So um, I was kind of more of that <laughs> than anything. <laughs> were you getting hate? Like, were you getting hate from Cubs fans after that? Actually, not as much as you'd expect. Um, really? Yeah, not, not a lot of hate. I think I, got, I think I got way more support than hate. I That is, like, you just, I'm at a loss of words. I thought, because I, I mean, Amir Gareth has told stories about, like, Cubs fans, like, coming out his hairline like roasting him i had a cubs fan give him a death threat through this podcast <laughs> G- gave a mirror death threat through me like i was like i don't know like a middleman or something like that but the cubs fans are crazy but being that closer guy do you notice there's a little more of a target on your back w- with fans chirps or stuff like that because honestly dude you're built like a fucking fridge if i was chirping someone <laughs> you would be legitimately the last fucking guy i would say anything to is there more of a target on your back now that you're kind of like the closer guy on the team? I uh, yeah, I suppose, but I mean, uh, I'm still waiting for some good heat. I, I've I've heard some all right ones, like this, you know, but nothing, you know, nothing that's I'm like, oh wow, that's a pretty good chirp, you know. Like, I'm I'm still waiting for some good heat, you know. Like come on, like get all off season to think about some stuff. Like let's, let's do better than just like you suck, you know. Like come on. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, obviously you don't monitor social media as much, but probably with um with how into the game of baseball gambling is now and stuff like that, especially when you close out a game and just go three up, three down and just 
embarrass some some people's lives i'm sure you get dms like man fuck you like fuck you for coming in this game and just shutting the door because it's just that i'm fascinated with just the gambling twitter and just gam like the gamblers like the dms that you guys get and stuff like that it, it's just an impressive thing to see but this pirates team that you're on this year is very scrappy i everyone obviously kind of everyone obviously the rankings are, are the rankings they always they always rank the pirates low and stuff like that i will say that I will say this. Some of those games you guys have played against, you guys won the series against the Dodgers last week. You played really well against the Padres. I mean, it, what's the what's the persona like in that locker room right now? Because everyone's doubting you guys or everyone kind of chirps you guys or has something to say about the Pirates. But where what what's it like in that locker room? Uh, you said it best. I mean, I think we, you know, you understand what, you know, what's being said, but at the end of the day, we, like nobody in there cares or nobody in there really even pays attention whatsoever. I mean, we got a group that we believe in and there's definitely a lot of talent in that room. And, you know, I think on any given day, we can go out there and compete with anybody. So I think, um, you know, it, it doesn't really come as a surprise to us. I mean, I, like you said, we just got a, a gritty bunch. And I think when you do that and you play hard every day, you have a chance to win in a game. And Pirates Twitter, by the way, is so electric. I forgot to mention this earlier. Have you seen that video of Clint Hurdle on Twitter? The cameo one? Actually, I did see that. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest video ever? <laughs> it's so funny because what they do is every single time you guys beat a team, these Pirates Twitter, like the, like the fans, will go into the other team's Twitter comments and just show that video of Clint Ertle saying your poverty franchise yeah, just lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> Is that the funniest video of all time? It has to be. It's hilarious. It's just, there's so many, there's so many layers to it. <laughs> it's such the, the, the call, like what always gets me. And I always use this, this like uh jab at teams is calling them poverty franchises. <laughs> it will never not be funny. Like, no, it's hilarious the, every single time. The, <laughs> the slam dunk on the on the Dodgers one when they did the like they lost the series tweet and they lost the game. It was just that was the first thing I saw. I, I click it. I'm like, is this Clint Hurdle? Is that real? He was like, <laughs> and it was just like it was the greatest video ever. And there's like your teammates have went into this kind of trend as well. I don't know if you've seen that, but there's a guy on your team. I'm gonna find it that um he was he was signing autographs and some kid got him to sign, like uh, say, you just lost a series to the 2022 Pittsburgh Pirates. It's, it's a who great it? video. I got, I'm gonna, let me see who it is. It is. It's such an all-time video. Like, I'm, th that's the thing with Cameo. You could literally just get people to say whatever the fuck they want now. Because, <laughs> like, you paid, so you might as well. I'm trying to think who it is. He has long hair, I think it is. I'm trying to – I don't know who it is, but – yeah, I saw it on Twitter the other day too. That's crazy. I'll find. I'll find it. I'm, I'm sure I'll find it in the middle of you talking something like that. But has someone asked you to do that? Are you a big autograph guy in Pittsburgh? You haven't got any video requests, none of that stuff from guys. Uh, no video requests. No. That's all. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be the bigger person. I'm not gonna ask you to say that because I want it to be more natural. Like I want yeah. a fan to get that from you when you're signing autographs or or something along those lines. I'm not gonna ask you that. But by the way, you actually. Just signed a Toronto Blue Jays guy. Did you get the chance to meet him yesterday, Tyler Heineman? Yeah, I did. Good dude so far. I had yeah. him on the – I had him on the – Um, so I do a Jays podcast, Gate 14, by the way, just buzzing. And he was on – I don't know if you know, but he's a magician. Has he showed you guys some magic tricks or anything along those lines? He's, no, he, no, he's no a way. crazy magician. Really? Like, I, like in some of the shit that he does, I'm like, okay, like this is more than just like a little card trick. Like this yeah. guy's a freak. So that, yeah, it'll get it'll get thrown out. 
it'll get thrown yeah. out sometime soon. That's how he gets to know the boys. Okay, good. Um, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to ask him about that and tell him to you know, show, show it off. And I, another thing I got to bring up is is this – what's – is PitchCon? Is that how you say it? PitchCon? 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 Like, yeah, yeah, PitchCon. Yeah, PitchCon. What is it? Explain it to me like I'm four. Explain it to me how it works. Like, explain, yeah, explain how PitchCon works for people that don't know what what it is. It's just a little thing. It's you put it in your hat, and then the catcher hits a button, and it tells you, like, basically in a pretty robot voice, you know, like fastball, curveball, changeup, pickoff, like all that kind of stuff, like right in your head. Really? Yeah. Can you get Jim Nan's voice on that? Is that, I, is that, a, is that a possibility? I, I, I've, ask the question of you know what you know if we can get like personal personalized like voices like can we get it to say <laughs> like you know uh, something other than just like you know fastball or anything like that can we customize like what they say or you know like that i don't know I, I feel like we can get really creative with this i would murder to just be in your ear for one game like can, <laughs> i don't know if like if someone can make that happen but could you imagine you on the mound and you just hear my voice it's just fastball fuck and just just to get you going, like on, on the pitch comp, and and another thing, has there been a malfunction maybe where the catcher's like, I press the wrong, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, I press curveball, oh, fuck, oh shit, has that happened to you before where it's like time immediate? So I think the catchers have them too. So even if they if, if they do, then um, they hear it and then they there's like a hey, step off, step off. But yeah, it, I like it. it's 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 so much it's so much easier than you know trying to deal with different sign sets and. Uh, you know, it's just simple. You hear it, step on the rubber, and go. How loud is it though? Because kid, what, what if the what if the hitter? Because I have bad eyesight, as you can tell. That I get called a four-eyed fuck a lot by people that chirp me. <laughs> Damn. It, my my ears, like my hearing, is is elevated because my yeah. eyesight's so bad, right? So if someone has really good ears, is there a potential they could hear it in the catcher's ear? Like, is that a thing, maybe or no? Like is it that loud? That was the that was our initial thought, but um, I think they kind of they like the catchers kind of go with uh, they always like ask the umpire if they can hear anything or you know they I think they kind of have it at a super low volume. So I, I, I mean I hope that's not a <laughs> I hope they don't have that thing blasted and then the hitter just hears everything. That'd be bad news. I'm so, <laughs> so I'm just amazed by it, man. Like listen, you could chirp Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball for some of the shit they did. I will admit, I will put my hand up. This pitch calm shit has very like has speeded the game by a substantial margin in my mind, in my dumb brain. Yeah. It might have only been like three minutes, but in my mind, I'm like, all right, this is making a crazy difference because one, I don't have a fucking catcher behind home plate, which is weird at like fluorescent nail polish giving 17 signs. And I'm looking at TV like, what the what is going yeah, on here? Happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just so much easier. So I will say that, like, do you notice the difference as a pitcher, or does it like sometimes fuck with pitchers like grooves and stuff like that, seeing signs, or it's just, like it's perfect? I I think it's great. Um, I know it's just like one of those things that you you just can't let it speed you up a little bit too much because it, it it could because you know if you're getting on, if you're getting the sign right before you step on the rubber instead of you doing your whole pre pitch routine, um, it, you know it could. But I think just trying to keep it the same every single pitch is that's that's how you kind of combat that. The best way to learn a language, immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. 
don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. I can respect that. Now that, that See, I, I love it. I honestly wish, I wish like fan, I don't know how, what, what like a fan, I, I, like I think there should be some sort of fan pitch com where it's like, you have it with the vendors. So like you get like an alert when oh, like wow. the lines are when the line see, see what I'm saying? When like the lines are low at like the for beers or for or for food, it's like you get like a little alert in your hat where it's like the line is now below 10 people. You can yeah. now enter. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. Yeah. I think that would be genius because one, you people roast the pirates games a lot for the fans they get. I'm gonna start the narrative that they're just waiting in line for beers. I'm gonna say they're yeah, still waiting in line for I see lights are just flowing. Yeah, the, the boys are buzzing. And do you notice, and this is also another dumb brain question for me, but do you notice being in the bullpen when you could tell, like, all right, it's a Friday night. There's a little bit more fucked up drunk people here. Like, the fans <laughs> are a little bit more squirrely. Like, do you notice that as a player a little bit? Yeah, for sure. You can tell there's definitely a d- different vibe throughout the stadium, different, little, <laughs> little, little different energy. And, uh, but they put a, uh, <clears throat> they put a bar right above our bullpen now. So, oh, no um it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely always packed there um so but definitely definitely you can tell on like the thursday friday nights it's, it gets a little bit rowdier maybe a little bit earlier in the game than as opposed to later but uh yeah it, it, it definitely brings a good energy um how many how many beers have you been offered have, have fans like said the funny shirt like bednar <clears throat> like if the game's a blowout like are they like bednar you want to be like has that been like a funny dad joke that's been thrown your way uh, not enough, actually. I guess uh, I'd, I'd really offered zero beers. Yeah. Wow, that's we got to be better. I'm gonna yeah, get the on. Pirates fan page that follows us to start to start figuring it out because <laughs> that that that's the uh, that's the page I was talking about with that uh, the Pirates video. But I will let, let's talk about Comadina for a second here because obviously we all know his for him uh, to come up, you know. Yeah, his his <laughs> beef with uh, foul ball guy who's my arch nemesis who actually made a funny clip of me lying that he assaulted me as a child push me down the stairs is that still a rivalry that's alive and well with the ball guys like comedina or like is it like a little bit easier now or like uh it's, more mellow you know you just don't want to be on the list and you know if uh if you get on that list <laughs> that metaphorical it's not it's not an actual physical list but you know you know it if you're on it and uh just don't be on it that's basically you know <laughs> that's, that's what it is so he's i don't know if it's, it's one person but uh you know if, if you do enough to get on the list, um, you're not just not getting the ball. Yeah, and, from, and this from, list is from Funky Comedina. This dip, this I mean, this list is very, very d- deep. And uh, here's the video right here. It's this guy, Zach Thompson. You just lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates. He says, "Is that is that is that like the type of guy he is? Where he'll make a funny clip about no, that? It's a great. That, that's he's not, not the type of guy. Uh, that's not the vibe I get. Uh, he's just uh, <laughs> he's just." 
he's just such a genuinely nice guy. Um, so that's just, that's just why it's, that's, that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> he's, he's just the Wait, nicest guy. He looks so awkward. He looks like he has nothing. You know, he wants nothing to do with that video. Yeah, he, 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 like... he probably did not. Uh, uh, honestly, I, I don't blame him. I think I would, I would not really know how to handle that if somebody asked me. Yeah, well. it's like a commercial thing for you. You'd, you'd, you'd like, you'd be like, "Where's my tight shirt?" I, the only way I can say this is like, I don't know if you're an office guy, but like, do, do you watch The Office? Oh yeah, of course. So like, you know, when Date Mike puts on that hat, oh, he yeah. just like take, yeah. takes like a brand new persona. Yeah. You're, that's the tight shirt for that's you. Tight. Like when you wear the tight shirt, when you it's wear the on. tight it's shirt, you can. It's like I can act now. Like you yeah. just turn into you turn into Ryan Reynolds when you when you wear the tight shirt. That's what you turn. <laughs> that's into. what it takes. But yeah, th- that video is electric. By the way, I mean it's just oh, yeah. it's unbelievably awkward. But it's I feel like the cameo is the funniest part because Clint Hurdle had to look at his cameo request and be like, be like he yeah. wants me to say what? I he say wants this. me to say what? Yeah. So, anyways, how is Jordan doing? I mean, I, I think I talked on the phone with him a couple of weeks ago. He was buzzing. So, I mean, the guy's engaged, married now. His wife's oh, yeah. down there. Everything. He's just living the dream. Is he still the alpha in the in the, in the <laughs> weight room, or where where does he stand with that? Because he's a big weight room guy, from oh, what I remember. Yeah, he's he's stacked. He's stacked out of his mind. Of course, he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely still taking no days off in the gym, without a doubt. Um, <laughs> he just uh, he just dropped some uh, some new. Uh, some new uh, clothes. I don't know. If really? He's, he's, got, he's got a little a clothing line. Down downtime apparel, I believe, is what the check it out. I I, I got you know. Well, I don't usually do free ads, but downtime downtown or downtime apparel. Downtime. Oh yeah, I got I got downtime. two shirts. I'm 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 all in. Great. Shirt. You're all in on the downtime apparel. And another question, and this is obviously includes Jordan. Did your team mush the Pittsburgh Penguins? Because I have a picture right here um, of you guys <laughs> wearing Pittsburgh Penguin stuff on the flight. I'm assuming this was after the series lead because this is when you guys were traveling. That was Do you have any comment? Before, that was day before game one. Okay. All right. So yeah. the, we're just we're ending narratives here because I'm just trying to get ahead of people saying like the the boy like the pirates mush the the penguins or stuff like that. Especially the gamblers like me. I'm not going to blame anyone for that except uh, yeah. the the fact that they injured every single player on the team. There was just no. I mean, that was just a weird series ah. in its own right. Yeah. The next thing I want to talk about. We got our prediction from you about the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers before. Where do you stand on what happened with Ben at the end? I mean, he was – that was tough to watch, right? You can admit that. Like, you're a big Ben Roethlisberger guy, but that was tough to watch. That was really tough to watch. Yeah, it's just uh, – you want to see him go out on a good note. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just so – it's so weird now. Um, this, you know, quarterback for, what, 18, 18 years? I don't – like, it's <laughs> – I, I barely remember Tommy Maddox was before him. Barely remember like Cordell Stewart right before that. Yeah. And then now it's, you know, now it's a new era. So it's going to be, it's, it's interesting. And I'll be honest with you, hand up. I did say after the Pittsburgh Steelers scored that strip sack with uh, TJ Watt to go yeah. sub seven, nothing. I was like, okay, Pittsburgh's winning this. And then so did I. It, it was yikes. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Hand up. It wasn't great. Who's your starting QB next year? Uh, if you get to st- take a step in the QB room, who's your guy? Is it? I think I'm all in on Mitch Trubisky. I think it has to be Trubisky. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm good with either. I, I like, <laughs> I like, I like that. I like whenever we went on got Trubisky, and then I also like the picket, the picket uh, draft. I mean, he's Pittsburgh. Like, went to Pitt. It's a Gibbs has already love him. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, I like both of them honestly. Uh, you know, I, I'm all in. 
Yeah, the thing, the picket thing is just small hands. I love, I love that whole small hands thing. Like it makes like a massive difference with it. Really, I mean, he's, I don't know. I, 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 if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm looking at Mitch Trubisky, who was in that Josh Allen system last year, got to learn from one of yeah. the best in the game. Right now, I'm like, all right, this guy's kind. I mean, he's a good looking dude too. That's that's how I want my quarterback to look like. I mean, he's just a man rocket. So yeah. I'm staying. I'm I'm saying it's going to be Mitch Trubisky taking the snaps week one. But I guarantee you, Comedina has some sort of hot take that they're going to try to weasel their way into getting like fucking tom brady in, in pittsburgh I, he's a massive he i've never met someone that's a bigger pittsburgh guy than jordan comedy he loves i mean the guy would die for the city oh yeah yeah without he would die he would really die for this i love comedy well i mean just an absolute class act and um you're, you were mentioning the weight room and last year he said that josh bell was kind of like the alpha on the team and stuff like that who's taking that role now like who's the guy in the locker room now that's lifting the most that's there every single day where where he's in there. A guy like maybe like a smaller dude is like, I'm not lifting when this guy's lifting uh, for my self-esteem. Hmm. If it's you, you could say it's you. I'll be honest. Like I said, I'm a David Bednar guy for life now. I might get a tatted on me. You're yoked. <laughs> so that's just, that's a thing with you. I mean, are you, are you just naturally yoked or is it just like you're always in the weight room? Like, where do you stand with that? Because you're a fridge. We're going to start calling you the fridge. By the way, that's a great nickname. That's a great nickname. Holy shit. The fridge. I'm going to make sure it's the fridge and it's going to be your face over a fridge. That's something. That's something. Is it you? Who's the, who's the alpha in the weight room? I definitely spent a good amount of time in there for sure. Um, I'm not going to claim the alpha title by any means. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Reynolds is in there quite a bit. Really? He's a short king. He's a short king like me. Me Reynolds? and Reynolds would get along. Is he's he like short? Six, he's like six two, I think. Six two or six three. Oh, okay. Never mind. Wait, I, I I think when I see Reynolds, I see a friend of the show, Adam Frazier, and I'm like just uh, a couple oh, short yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. You know um, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just see great both. Guy. They're the great. same. Yeah. Both Frazier's a great guy, by the way. He big league me when he's here. He didn't no go way. for beers with me. Damn. Yeah. I'm gonna on my clip. They sent it to him. Frazier said he was gonna go for beers with me this week, and I guess they lost the first because they lost the first two. They're a little bit more strict yeah. with it. Maybe that. Maybe that might be it. But he's getting close to dead to me territory. I mean, we talked about it. We, we, we talk all the time. But Frazier's my guy. And, yeah. Um, yeah, but so Brian Reynolds is not short. Really? No, he's like 6'2", 6'3", I think. I, I, I might have to clip that as breaking news. Yeah. Brian Reynolds is not short. I, I have that persona of him. I could have yeah. sworn he was short. So he's four inches taller than me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I really I'm, – I'm really short as fuck. I mean, that's just – wow. Who's the, short, who's the short guy on the team that I can kind of, like, gravitate to? Uh, Dylan Peters is very tall, I guess. Uh, okay, is Dylan Peters is my guy now. I, yeah. I, this might become a Dylan Peters podcast if he's yeah, below five mean, eleven. I don't know. I actually don't know, but he shoves. Hello. So okay. No, he does shove. I know exactly. I mean, like I said, I get so, the yeah. alerts. I get the close game alerts and David Bednar alerts when the game's starting to. I mean, we're starting to get close to David Bednar territory. But okay, Dylan Peters is going to be my guy now. Oh, and where um, do you <clears throat> weight room? Weight room beast. I got. I got two of them for you. Mariz- Let's hear it. Mariznick and uh, Quintana, both just absolute stallions, beasts. What What's Mariznick putting up? Like, is he is he on the bench like with three plates, or where where is he at? Like, not that I've seen that. I wouldn't be surprised that you know that would just be casual for him. Fuck. 
I love those type of dudes. I that's what I miss about playing baseball. Like just being in that clubhouse environment was just like the weight room with the boys. It's just the most. It's the most guys place ever. Like now I just lift every day alone. It's like, fuck, I'm like, I'm useless. Not the same. And it's like, I miss the days when it was just all the boys, the music's bumping, the weight room is just full of the team. And we're just acting like absolute fools. And the form is probably not there. The weight is getting lifted. It's just the greatest. Like that is, that's the one thing. So I'm going to tell you right now, don't ever take this for granted. Like just being on a team, <laughs> being in the, being on the airplane with the boys, the bus rides, never take it for granted because you never know when to get taken. Exactly. Uh, you never know when to get taken get taken away from you. All right, I'm gonna send you the new Zoom link because this is gonna cut okay. us off anyway. So I'll, I'll send it right. to you in like a second. It's funny that you mentioned Jake Marisnik because he looks like he's like the common man, right? I, I'm thinking like he just looks like he's like a common dude who just puts on his fucking steel toes, hard hat, and just grinds, just gets to work. Are you? So what's your lifting program like? Do you lift dirt like when after a like an appearance because you know you're not going to pitch the next day? Like where what's your, where where do you stand with that? Um yeah, I I try and usually go after the game. Um whether I no matter what if I pitch um and try and get like two or three in a week, just like an upper or lower in a total. Okay, what are you putting up? What what's what's the fridge squatting? What are you squatting? Man, the, 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 those days are those days are long gone. I, I checked the ego at the door uh, as far as uh, um, you know. It, 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 I used to be all about it. Um, I definitely still try and move some heavy weight, but definitely no nowhere near as uh, you know I once I once did. Yeah, that's a good point. Like before, I used to be able to squat a lot for reps. Yeah, and now, feel like, like shit. I, it's not, I don't know if it's yeah, worth and, it. It's just not worth it. And now, <laughs> and now, like I'm doing like. 245 for like five like i'm just like fuck this like i'm just not even i'm I realistically i'm not even i'm only thing i'm training for is golf like just to golf like just to have it's just to so be able to like golf and like just fill in a golf shirt look good in a golf shirt that's, that's, that's what i'm doing now. and that's the only thing that like i'm really working out for so actually it's it, it's it's refreshing to hear that big league guys aren't lifting to just throw up big weight unless you're like I don't know if you've seen the videos of who who I'm thinking of here. I think what's his face on your team is lifting a or not I'm not not I think it's Vladdy is just throwing up fucking weight. But that guy is he probably squats 800 is a big he just has he's just incredible. But I second last thing I want to talk about here. So this year you've got to face obviously you're facing the best part of the lineup usually when you come into games. Who's one hitter that you've had like the most difficulty with like this year where it's like I don't know if this guy knows what I'm throwing. But his he's right on par with like my sequence, like what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I can pinpoint just like one, but just like it's usually those like longer abs that like you know they they just keep just barely fouling stuff off, barely fouling stuff off, and then you and you end up just so uh, you know trying to trying to punch them out and going just elevating a little bit, and then you take it, and it's like how'd you take that? And then, and then <laughs> it's like come on, you're supposed to swing at that. Like what are we doing? Um, but just those like long grade bees, just it's it's tough to you know get a read on sometimes what what they're thinking, what they're because sometimes they're just guessing too. But true, I, I I was just always guessing. But where do you stand with the pitch clock? Like obviously it's gonna get. It's, I'm assuming it's getting implemented soon or anything along those lines. They're already doing it in AAA. Would that benefit benefit you? Because you kind of work quick, right? Because you're like that guy where it's like this guy has severe. ADHD on the mound when he's pitching. Not no disrespect towards you, but you're a psychopath. What it, would it benefit you, or would it like not? Like, wh- where do you stand with the pitch clock? 
I, I couldn't be more whatever on it. I, it, it has no, you know, I, I think guys are just going to work how they're going to work. And, you know, what I, is the pitch clock really going to make a difference? I don't know. It does. No, it does. does. It? I had a minor league guy. I had a minor league guy on the podcast and he said, if you were like one second late on the pitch clock, the umpire will step back and be like, ball, just in, no matter what. What, really? what about just, what about the hitter? What if they're kind of so if the hitter if the hitter isn't in in on time, right? If the hitter isn't in on time, they get a strike. Can you imagine ending the game on that? That does, oh my god! Does the umpire have, have would, the, you know have the stones oh to my do god. that? You know, like ending the game that by, would be so legit, like a bases loaded I would ball die. four because they're one I would second die. Late. I would die to see Twitter. Could you imagine? Could you imagine, like, just everybody? Well, we're gonna say a crazy fan base that continuously sends me death threats. The Yankees. <laughs> Could you imagine Yankees Twitter if they lost a game on a pitch clock? Oh my god! Or what would your reaction be, like, as a pitcher, where it's like, all right, Bednar, you're done. Like that's ball four. You were a second later, two seconds later, the pitch clock. Like, do you think? Do you see a reality of Major League Baseball implementing that because they've started in the minors? Like, do you think do you see it making its way up to Major Leagues? I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what the pitch comp stuff does if, if that speeds it up, if like where they they feel like they don't really need to even uh, implement it. Yeah, and it doesn't do anything. It's not going to grow. It's not going to grow the game by having a fucking pitch clock. So I mean, we'll just we'll just say that. But um, so yeah, the second last thing I want to talk about here, I I've scrolled your Twitter and or your Instagram, and I've crept your Instagram. Like I said, I'm a big Bednar guy. You just got engaged. Is that true? Yeah, it's, I, it's not true. Yeah, it's, congratulations on that. That's awesome. Um, uh, I'm putting my my name in the hat for MC. So <laughs> just like I said. He, like we're, it, I want it to be an interview process. Yeah, we're in that process. Me, you, and your feet. Me, you, and your fiance. We'll just have an interview, and obviously off the record, you guys asked me like, "All right, where did you work before? What's your education?" Yeah. Um, McCook Community College, in Nebraska. <clears throat> Hold on. The answer. Hold on. That'll be it, and I'll just and and then you'll there will be like a mass email sent if I got it or not. We'll ju- we'll figure it out. Like, all right, we're moving forward with this process without you. Yeah. Like that that'll be like the email that I received. I'm putting my name in the hat. Yeah. I feel like Musgrove said that he wants me to MC like a charity event in San Diego. Humble brag, is that good? <laughs> I'm gonna start building my resume, and we're just gonna go from there. When is the wedding? But is it this year or next year? It's uh, in January. So, January. Yeah, okay. It's so up. We so we're, we're, start, I got, yeah, we're gonna start making those decisions here. So maybe we'll make it like short. You, you are. You got. You got to pitch essay. Or yeah, dragons down. Yeah. Like, listen, dragons. Um, I will cover the air fl- airfare and the hotel. I will pay for the food. You guys will do nothing out of pocket. I will just be a free MC <laughs> at this at this wedding. I, and and I, honestly, what I'm going to do is this is my mindset on, on your wedding talk here. I'm going to just interview every single close friend you've ever had and just try to get the funniest stories, <laughs> like just the like little inside jokes that I'm going to include myself yeah. a part of that I have no business being a part of. And I'm just going to like mention it there. Like it's I grew up with you, I've known you for like yeah. 12 years and I'll be like, yeah, like David, whatever. When we were 12 and just shit like that, and people be like, this dude, has, this dude has no idea about Bednar before he played in the show, but that's just what we'll do. But yeah. How much of a bitch is wedding is like the wedding planning? Because I'm assuming your fiance is dealing with majority of it because you, you're kind of busy right now. Is it just like nightmare fuel or what? Like, what, where, where, what is it? There's there's a lot more that goes into it than I thought. And Casey is being, uh, you know, big shout out to her, um, Casey, that she's just being a complete trooper and she's handling a good bit of it and doing, 
doing it all. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to give some input, um, you know, where, where it's needed. <laughs> On the flowers? But, yeah. There's no shot. I'm going to say this right now, and I'm going to take your fiance's side. There is no shot you're giving an ounce of input on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Maybe the music. Are you, are you, are you, are you, in, are you in, like, are you in charge of like finding the band or like the DJ? What, what, what's your responsibilities? Um, just bring good energy, I guess, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be the same way. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm going to be the same way. <laughs> I'm going to tell her that's all, that's all that matters. You know, just bring that energy up. Sure. I'm the energy guy. I'm the, I'm the vibes guy. I'm the vibes guy. How, have you, uh, because obviously I've been getting just a, like a lot of my buddies in the U.S. are getting married. So I've been getting these like these crazy invitations look like they were shot with like Vogue magazine, like just like these photo shoots. Have you guys already like done that? Or like, is, is that uh, like, are, are you just going to send a picture of yourself in a baseball uniform? Just and send, like just send my baseball card and send her business card. <laughs> and that's, that's what it's going to be. Um, that's, that's what it should be. No. Uh, so actually funny you ask, we, we actually have our pictures tomorrow. So got to smile. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. That, I, so uh, credit to this podcast. Some may call it a baseball podcast. Some may call it off field. <laughs> we're, we're going into the deep dive oh, and yeah. stuff. So if you are attending a pirates game, feel free to congratulate Bednar on his engagement. Cause I feel like a lot of fans don't do that. Like I, yeah, yeah. I get personal with Bednar, like be like, congratulations <laughs> the on the engagement. Congratulations on that. And uh, congrats. Like, good luck today. But like I said, man, I was pumped when I saw it. I think there was just like 5,000 like comments of it. So I just kind of got lost in transition oh, yeah. there because obviously I, I don't have the blue check, but it's just incredible to see yeah. is, is And by the way, is, I saw Ty France commenting on your stuff. Is he, is he like a wedding invite guy? Like, is that, are you that close with, with France or is we, it just like, we were, uh, uh, we were, we came up with the Padres together. So we, uh, during that whole COVID year, we, we spent a good bit of time together. So, it's, so it's, he's it's, a wedding invite guy. Yeah. Has he been on the pod? No. Can you make that happen? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I could bully him into it. He's, you know, no, I think you're going to, I'm going to clip this. I, so Ty, listen, I'll do I'll this. Ty's ass. If Ty, if Ty France comes on, if he doesn't come on this podcast, me and David Bednar will do WWE tag team style jujitsu on his ass. Like we will, he'll, he'll tag me in and we'll just go keep going. Like, well, yeah. like I said, I'm not the tallest guy. He might be able to take it, like beat the wheels off me, but David Bednar will be dealing with you. So Ty France, this is us calling you out. If uh -oh. Ty, honestly, but. Bednar, if you get Ty France on this podcast, I will personally buy a David Bednar <laughs> custom jersey and just hang it on this wall. Because I I think I've DM'd him like six or seven times. Really? I mean, like just, <clears throat> all right, let's go. I, I saw you had Quantrill that's, on here, too. You got to get in That's got to get, uh, that, get Quantrill's here, too. He, he, he'll let Ty France know. Really? Yeah. He will. Yeah. Quantrill's, you want to talk about good dudes? Oh, Holy great shit. Great dude. Cal Quantrill. I love Cal Quantrill's Man. Canada's own. I mean, that's that's my guy. That's, that's a guy. That's a guy who, and listen, this is how untech savvy Quantrill is. So obviously, obviously, like after the interview and stuff like that, we're just talking. He's like, let me know if you need anything from me. I was like, just show love to the podcast on Twitter. So anyways, he po he doesn't even retweet the episode uh, tweet. He retweets a video of me saying, take a look at my guy after he carved in that little league classic. And it's just, it's just a retweet of the, it's just a retweet of, of like me pumping his tires. Like, all right. Yeah. That's whatever it takes. Take it. Quant Quantrill is such a good dude, by the way. Like, honestly, I mean, was he that? Was he? When did you play with him? Double A, high A, like, or just in the show? Uh, a little bit of high A, and then in uh, 
and then in San Diego. And then we, we spent all of uh, the COVID stuff because during, during the shutdown, I, I, we, we both stayed in uh, San Diego. So we worked out. So he was my catch partner basically every single day for that. Oh, just the, I mean, that guy's a definition of like just dudes that I just despise because one, he's a man rocket, good looking dude. Two, he's unbelievably athletic and he's tall as shit. Like it just, (laughs) can you just pick one thing that you can't have? Like we need to find, we need to find a con with Cal Quantrill. Like that's the, we need to find something that's wrong with him. Did you play with Naylor too? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's the guy that I, I played, I played with him growing up, but this is the last thing I want to talk about here. So I have a dilemma. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm I, I'm potentially coming down to Pittsburgh at, at, at the first week of June, the first weekend, the June 1st, 2nd, 3rd. All right? You guys are facing the D-backs. As you know, if you're a listener to the show, I'm very close friends with Jordan Luplo. When you got when you, if you're pitching and Jordan Luplo is hitting, what do I do? Do I root for a walk? Like what 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 where do I stand with it? Like what do I root for? <laughs> I don't know. I guess where, that, where, where that, do I go? that is a tough spot for you. I don't know. It's a very tough spot. It's a very tough spot. We'll call it the officially unofficial classic. Like it's a golf tournament. When you when you're pitching and Luplo's hitting, I'm a, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's kind of a blowout game and they just threw you in there because you haven't thrown in a couple of days. So it's like, all right, maybe I'll be fine with Luplo striking out here. I just don't know what to do. And I will say this: you get in Ty Frontier about coming on this podcast and it successfully happens. I will go out of my way to cheer for you when Luplo's hitting. And that's not a shot at Luplo. Ty for this anything for the pod. Ty France, if he comes on this podcast, he's disgusting. By the way, Ty France, he's just unbelievable. Yeah, that guy breaks. But yeah, so anyways, man, I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna be up there. I don't know if you've seen the vlogs we've been doing. I've vlogged going to Detroit to see Sam Hilliard. I've vlogged to Philadelphia to see Bryson Stott. Um, the Mike. I don't know if my car is gonna make it down there. So can I put you on the list of like um, what is it? Uh, uh, emergency contacts if my car breaks down like on the outside of pittsburgh can i put you as an emergency contact hey me and funky is that's that's a solid list right there holy kick yeah i'll put i'll put you two as emergency contact but anyways i think like i said i think i'm gonna be there i don't know if i'm working but it is a weekend so it's only four hours for me so i will be there in pittsburgh paradise if you adam we're we're gonna start calling it adam frasering if you adam (laughs) frasier me when i'm there if, if you adam frasier me when i'm there we have some issues i will say that i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it at that I'm excited to see what you do this year, man. It's about damn time you're starting to get your flowers from like baseball Twitter, like pumping your tire stuff like that. Because I'll be honest, if you search David Bednar, a lot of the tweets and the videos prior were just us just tweeting videos or this podcast <laughs> tweeting videos that you just doing your thing. So it's it's good to see that it's good to see you're getting your flowers, man. I'm pumped for you. I'm excited for you this year, man, and uh, potentially see you June. I think I think it's June first. I don't know what day it is, but I, I potentially see you June first. Awesome, sounds good, man. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Thank you.